0: We are continuing on this morning in our mini series that we've been in for the last few weeks. Seven scriptures every Christian needs to know. We've looked at Second Timothy chapter one verse two. Uh, we've looked at the Lord's Prayer, and last week we looked at John three sixteen. This week we are going to be in Matthew chapter six verse thirty three. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Give everybody a second to turn there. This is a beautiful passage. And so I think it should definitely be on our list. Of course, as I said when we first started, this is just just my list. But your list may be different. You may have other passages that that you think are, are important. There are lots of them, trust me. It is very difficult when we, or for me at least, to sit down and, and pick seven scripture passages that, are, that I think are important. I, I have had a big list and a bunch that have come on and off the list, and it's, it's a difficult thing. So there's plenty of good passages that we will not cover in this seven-part series, but uh, some of the ones we're looking at I think are, are very important and very beneficial to us to, to keep in our mind and our heart as Christians And this is one of those passages. Now, if you are like me, you may have learned this passage in the King James Version. And so that's what we will look at this morning. And uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And it reads, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you let's pray father god we come to you this morning and what a powerful few words this is and god i pray that we would live by these words god there may be some in here that are like me that have a lot of distractions and a lot of worries and dear lord there are a lot of things that compete for our attention and god if we are honest maybe there are some times that you are not first in our life and we don't seek you first but God, I pray that you would help us to do that. I pray that you would help us to see those things that may distract us from you. God, maybe we brought some of those things in here this morning, distractions and things of the world. God, I pray that today that we put you first. God, this is your time. And I hope that we have come here, dear Lord, to hear from you. And I pray that we would, that your Holy Spirit would work (coughs) on us, that you would speak through me and to each of us that we would hear this word and that we would grow in you through it. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if, if I were to ask you guys, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? Now, just think to yourself, if you could have anything in the world, what would it be? Now, I don't know what answer popped into your mind. Maybe you popped up with an answer that you wanted wisdom or humility or love or patience or kindness maybe that's what you want more than anything maybe not though maybe you thought about some materialistic thing maybe you thought about a new vehicle you wanted a new car if you could have anything you want what would it be maybe it's a bank account full of money maybe it's a new gun maybe it's a new piece of technology (coughs) There are lots of things that may pop into our mind, and if we think about that question, what do I want more than anything? chances are that the first thing that comes into our mind may be some worldly desire. Now, it may not be. Perhaps we are somewhat like Miss America with the default answer oh, we're at church, we know the default answer needs to be something good and godly, and when Miss America is asked, what do you want? I want world peace. Was well, is that really what she wants? Well, maybe it is what she wants, or maybe she's just saying it because it's the best-sounding answer. And as Christians, if we are really honest with ourselves, maybe we really want wisdom and we really want to draw closer to God. Maybe in our heart that is there. But what does our lifestyle say that we really want? Because, see, we will really seek what we want. Whatever we seek the most is, is probably what we want. And what the problem is, is that we fall into the temptations and the lure of the things of the world, and our greatest desires become not for the things of God, not for the kingdom of God, but for the things of the world. And maybe we wrestle with that. You know, maybe you're like me. Deep down, you you do want to draw closer to God, but then there's always this, this struggle, this battle that's going on, because there are things of the world that that we seek sometimes. And when we look at this passage in the context of what Jesus said in the verses before, He's really started in verse 24 talking about uh, the the love of money or the love of materialistic things and, and how we can't be a slave to two masters. If we are Christians, God is to be our master. We are to seek to serve God and to listen to God and to live for God. You can't serve two masters. Imagine if you had two jobs. Two people hired you to work. You couldn't work two jobs at once. You might could try. might work one in the morning, one in the evening. But even if you were able to work two, at the very least, there would probably be one that you would prefer over another. And Jesus says that's our struggle. When it comes to money and when it comes to our materialistic things, we may convince ourselves, well, I can live for God, but I can also live for the world a little bit too. And sure, God wants us to enjoy this life. I do believe that. But it's a real fine line. What happens is, sometimes, a lot of times maybe, the things of this world become our master. And we're trying to serve God, but we're also trying to live for the world. And more times than not, the world wins out. More times than not, that temptation of that money or that fame or those things that we want, oftentimes, no matter how much we we really in our heart may want to serve and seek the Lord, man, our mind begins to focus on those things. And that leads us to problems. And that's what Jesus is talking about in the whole context of this passage here. I encourage you to read it. Matthew chapter 6, starting in verse 24. And, and, and Jesus, with this in mind, this, this, this battle, this, 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 he knows this temptation that, that, that our greed and desire for things of the world may bring. He says, with this in mind, I tell you, I tell you, don't worry about these things of the world. Now, Jesus knows that we are prone to worry. Now, there are some things that come along in this world, some serious things some real serious things that we focus on and that, that they get our attention when family members are sick or there are big decisions that have to be made for our family or at our job. Like, those are serious things. Like, those are real serious things. And, 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 and we do get those things on our mind when situations come up. And, and it's really easy for that, that focus of our mind to, to slip into worry. Now, I don't know about you guys, but, but I'll be honest with you. Worry is one of my biggest struggles. It's one of the biggest sins that I battle against pretty regularly. Maybe you do too. Maybe you don't. I don't know. We, we may not think of worry as a sin. It may not be obvious to us at first. We may not label worry as a sin, but well, I think anything Jesus commands us not to do is a sin and if jesus says don't worry well when we do worry we're going against what jesus says and so this is a passage that i find myself turning to a lot through the years and and maybe you do too and maybe that's a normal part of life maybe that's why passages like these are so important for our christians is because there's always a the next thing that's coming along the serious things that maybe we do need to think about a little bit but be cautious To not cross that line and let it get into worry. But then there are plenty of other things that perhaps are not quite as serious. Things that we want. Our hobbies. Things that we desire. Fame and fortune. And all these other things. These are the things that we really need to look out for. Boy, we get so consumed on these things that these become the things that we seek. I want to seek that better position at work. I want to seek to be this at church. I seek to have a little bit more money in my bank account. I seek to have this type of home. I seek to have this type of car. I seek to have these types of electronics. I seek to have this type of gun or whatever it may be, whatever our hobbies and desires and things we like are. They're different for all of us. But you know what that thing is and what those things are. And those things are the world that may very well be good. God gives us good things in this world. God is good to us and many of the things that we like are good things but they become bad things because we begin to seek them before we seek God. We begin to seek our things before we seek God. And pretty soon, not only are we not seeking God first, we're not seeking God second, third, fourth, or fifth, and maybe, just maybe, if we're honest, there may be times that we don't seek God at all. Jesus says, don't worry about these things of the world because if, they, if we begin to worry about such things, they begin to consume us. We should seek to live for God. I read something. Interesting in one of the commentaries I was reading this week, and the commentator said we must be careful because oftentimes the things we think we own actually own us. And how true that is. Do you own things or do things own you? Are we using the things that God has blessed us with for the furtherance of his kingdom? Or are we a slave to those things? Are we a slave to our money? Are we a slave to what people think about us? Be careful. Because oftentimes those things that we own own us instead. And our mind becomes focused. And our mind dwells on those things. And our mind worries about those things. How am I going to get those things? How am I going to keep those things? And what happens then is chaos. What happens when we begin to seek the things of the world is trouble. What happens when we begin to seek the things of the world is worry and fear and anxiety and stress. That's what happens when we begin to seek the things of the world. So Jesus says, don't worry about these things. And he tells us something beautiful in Matthew 6, verse 33. But you, Christian, you seek something better. The Gentiles or the idolaters, some of your translations may see seek these things of the world. The ones who are not followers of Jesus Christ. They're seeking the world because that's all they know. But not you, brother and sister in Christ. Not you. You who follow Jesus. He says this. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. When we seek the things of the world, it is going to result... Just burden, pain and sorrow. and It's going to result in a mess in your life, what it's going to result in. Some of you know it. We probably all know it. You get to making decisions. You're driven by your own motivations, your own greed, your own pride. You don't consult God. You don't seek God. You don't read His Word. You read His Word. You don't listen to it. You come to His house, but you don't draw closer to Him because you're not seeking Him. And it results in a mess. But praise the Lord, he cleans up messes. How do we clean up the mess? If we're living in a mess right now, things aren't going good right now because we're seeking the world. How do we fix it? Well, remember these words, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's good. That's good stuff. You probably need to mark that down, make a note of that. If you don't know that passage, you probably need to remember that passage. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and these things shall be added unto you. Jesus said, don't worry about the things. You seek God and let God worry about the things. Because many of the things that we need we don't need y'all probably don't do this It'd be something you really want you really want it and you know you don't need it so you start coming up with a you figure out why i need this oh yeah well, i need it i gotta have this we start coming up with reasons why we really need it we probably don't really need it maybe we don't really need it i don't know but the things that we do really need god will provide Jesus said, don't worry about the things of the world, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So what are we seeking in our life? Maybe it's things of the world. But there's something better we should seek. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness we see in Romans chapter 14 verse 17 it tells us about the kingdom of God and Paul says for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking but righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit Well, that sounds pretty good doesn't it righteousness peace and joy is there anybody in here that doesn't want that don't answer if you don't want it don't answer just keep your hand down that sounds pretty good though The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. That's what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 6. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. God will provide. He provides for the birds of the air. He's going to provide for you. So that's not the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom of the world. If you're worried about the worldly things, you're worried about the kingdom of the world. Jesus says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God then if it's not the things of the world, if it's not eating and drinking? What is it? It's righteousness, peace, and joy. Now think about this for a second. Think back at your life. Think back over the years. Maybe there was a time. Maybe there were a few times. And you know you wasn't seeking first the kingdom of God. You were seeking first the kingdom of you and what you want. Now I want you to think back at Those times. And I want you to think how good did that work out for you? Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you the answer to that. It didn't work out for you. You know it and I know it. It didn't work out for you. And you know and I know that when we do that it brings about a burden and a worry and anxiety and just a a bad feeling in our heart in our life. And that's not What we want, hopefully. That's not what we want, but that's what the world will give you. That's what your kingdom, when you build your kingdom, will get you. You think you're going to build a kingdom better than the kingdom of God? You're not. Many people throughout history have probably thought that, still do today. I don't need God. My way is better than God's. No, your way is going to get you into trouble. Your way is going to get you into chaos and bitterness and anger and hatred and all these other things. That's what your kingdom is going to look like. It's going to look just like the kingdom of this world, the kingdom of our enemy, the devil. That's what his kingdom looks like. But that's not what the kingdom of God looks like. The kingdom of God is not the things of the world because the things of the world are the kingdom of the enemy and they lead to hard times and hardship. But not so for the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy. And Jesus says, Seek this kingdom. Seek righteousness, peace, and joy. This is the kingdom that God wants us to enter into. This is the kingdom when Jesus came and said, The kingdom of God has come near. This is what Jesus means. I'm coming, I'm bringing you peace, I'm bringing you joy, I'm bringing you love and forgiveness. Come into this kingdom. Now, we shouldn't have to think twice about that. Now, yeah, these things of the world, as good as they may be, they're not as good as the peace and the joy that comes from the Lord, I'll tell you what. God gives us things, and they're blessings to us, and we enjoy them in this world. Praise God that we can do that. When we start loving those things more than the Lord, we start seeking those things more than the Lord. When we start seeking those things more in the Lord, we asking for trouble. So Jesus reminds us, He gives us a simple command, a beautiful command. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You know what our stuff does to us? We all got stuff, right? We got a lot of stuff, stuff we like. What our stuff does to us is it suffocates us. Now, I don't, I've never really been in a situation where it was hard for me to get air, but I, I do remember a couple of occasions as a kid where I was eating some candy right here in this church, one, one of them, some hard candy, and I sucked that hard candy down my throat, and for those few seconds until it dropped... I could not breathe. I was suffocating. I could not get air. And even though that was only for a few seconds, it was a scary few seconds. And if any of you have ever been in any kind of situation where you could not breathe, you know how scary that is. Praise the Lord for me, that wasn't but three seconds maybe. But that was enough to know that when you can't breathe, when you are suffocating, it is a Bad situation. And that's kind of what our stuff does to us. We have so much stuff. We have so many worldly desires. We are suffocating ourselves. And we don't even know it. We can't breathe. We're struggling for breath. We're not enjoying life because our stuff is keeping us from the joy of the Lord. Because we are not seeking first the kingdom of God. We are seeking first the kingdom of stuff. And God can fit in there wherever He wants to fit in there. That is the wrong way to go about it. Some of you may need a breath of fresh air today. And you don't even know it. Maybe there's some fresh air I need to breathe. Maybe there are some things that are suffocating me. Maybe there are some things that are suffocating you. So what do we do? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. That's good advice, by the way, in every area of your life. Hey, I'm making a big decision at work. What do I need to do? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hey, I'm trying to figure out about this position. Maybe I'm going to take it to church. What should I do? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hey, I think I'm thinking about about getting married to this girl or this guy I know. What should I do? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I got something going on at school with some friends that are bullying me and some things I've seen. What do I need to do? Anybody know the answer to that? Hey, seek ye first the kingdom of God. There is no situation in your life to which that answer is not sufficient. There is no situation in your life where the correct answer should not be, let me seek first the kingdom of God. And when we seek first the kingdom of God, everything will fall into place. And when we seek not first the kingdom of God, everything around us will collapse. Are you seeking God first in your life? Maybe you are. If you are, praise the Lord. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. And if you're not, maybe you wanna just put your little bookmark in Matthew chapter six. Start reading in verse 24 and read these passages. Read the words of Jesus. Maybe you're struggling with worry and anxiety today. Ask God to help you work through it. Maybe he'll help you instantly. Maybe it takes time as our faith grows and we seek him and we really begin to put him first. Maybe over time, God begins to ease these worries and these things. Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow's got enough worries of its own. You worry about today. You see what's going on in your life today. You seek first the kingdom of God, and you let God figure out what's going to happen tomorrow. If you're struggling in life, if you got something going on, remember, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Let's all read it together. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you. We thank you for these good words, and I pray that we'll remember them. God, these are words that I need to hear and maybe words that others need to hear, dear Lord. We, we want to seek you first. As your children, God, that's the most important thing. And, and even though we know that, we still have to fight against the distractions and the worries of the world so i pray that you help us to do it god you know the thing that we all struggle with the most tempted by the most and whatever our struggles are you know each one in here help them god to overcome that thing that they may be putting first and help them to overcome their worries and god i pray that they would seek you in all that they do god i pray that they would not seek the chaos that comes from building their own kingdom but that they would seek the peace and the joy that comes from your kingdom. And God, that only comes through Jesus Christ. It is through Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected that we can receive forgiveness of our sins, that we can receive the peace and the joy that He offers. So God, if there is one who is here or one listening online that has not put their faith in Jesus Christ, God, maybe they've been seeking the things of the world their whole life. I pray today, God, they would seek first your kingdom, And God, the entrance to your kingdom is through Jesus Christ and Christ alone. So God, if there's one that hadn't put their faith in Jesus today, I pray that they would do that. And today, for the first time, they would seek you first. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.